Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, nutritionist, Michaela Shifley, the founder of KJ Wellness. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things nutrition and wellness. We'll cut through the bullshit information out there, debunk health myths, interview health experts, and give you actionable steps to help you become the best version of yourself. So go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee and strap in to hear the cold hard truths about health. Welcome back to another solo episode of Naked Wellness Podcast. Today, I wanted to come on and share with you my five healthy habits that I am currently doing in my life, but these are going to be different healthy habits. Like these aren't just going to be healthy habits like writing your journal, eat fruit and vegetables, drink your water. Like these are very different healthy habits, but ones that since incorporating or since making sure that they're a priority and that they have actually become a habit have really changed my life (laughs) and like I mean not dramatically changed it but they've definitely made a huge huge impact and this is because when you think about healthy habits and a lot of a lot of things out there are like this is a lifestyle change but when it comes to a lifestyle change, it genuinely has to be something that suits you individually and that suits your lifestyle. And this is why I'm such a big believer in one-on-one coaching because with every single one of my clients, I work with their own individual bodies and with their own individual lives. There is no one size fits all when it comes to health and there is no perfect way of doing it. There's no singular way of doing it. Like everybody's going to be so different. We need to take this into consideration. And so obviously in saying that as well, these are my healthy habits that have really helped me. I definitely think that they, you know, obviously take what you want and leave what doesn't land with you. That's totally fine. But I definitely think that some of you out there might definitely be able to get something out of these five or incorporate some of them all of them and see the positive changes that it can also make on your life as well so there's a bit of mindset bit of nutrition bit of everything in these five actually so the first one number one is always adding in to my diet so my outlook on food because and if you have been following along through my journey or you know much about my journey, or you follow my social media, so you've listened to my introductory podcast, you know that I do come from a background where I have had a very unhealthy relationship with both food and myself. So for me, when I now look at my diet, and I say diet in like a way of eating, when I look at my way of eating, I want to make sure that I am never restricting, I am never labeling any foods, and I am never removing foods out. my diet so i would never ever say to myself i can't have sugar i can't have dairy i can't have gluten i can't have carbs like i just would never ever take that approach because i think it's so incredibly unhealthy mentally and physically as soon as you tell yourself something yourself that you can't have something you only want it even more this is because the brain doesn't actually process negatives at all so it's really important that we start to change that terminology around it. And so for me, one way that really I really, really, I guess, function well off or one thing that really works for me is always adding in. And so I will always look at my meals and be like, how can I add more to this? How can I increase the vegetables? How can I add a healthy fat? How can I make this have some extra vitamins or like nutrients in it? I literally always look at adding into my snacks. I'm like, how can I add a form of protein to this? I never ever think, how can I make this have less sugar? Or how can I make this have less something at all? Like it just does not happen. And literally since I've changed this way of viewing my meals and my snacks and and just my way of eating, 
I can guarantee you that, yeah, I do eat so many more vegetables now than I used to. I hit my fruit intake. I hit a variety of different foods in my diet every single day because I'm always looking at how I can add more in. So that is number one. Number two is actually taking off my fitness watch during the day. So you've probably heard before that people are like, make sure you wear your watch, make sure you count your steps, yada, 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 great, okay. But what happens when like, it's just, it's like mentally draining looking at your watch all the time. Because let me tell you, firstly, if you look at the calories that are on your watch, like stop, because those calories are so wrong. Like how do they even know? They literally do not have the right functions in the watch to be accurate about that. So they are so off and they are so wrong. So please ignore those. Firstly, if you are then basing what you're eating off what your watch is telling you, also stop doing that because again, your watch doesn't tell you how much mental energy you've put out for the day and how much you need to refuel for that. Your watch doesn't tell you, you know, how much your body just genuinely needs in order of food just before it functioning on a day to day basis. Like it doesn't actually give you any of that kind of information. So don't listen to that. Then when it comes to things like steps and stuff, and I get like, you want to just add more incidental movement into your day rather than trying to hit these unrealistic, sometimes unrealistic, but most of the time, like unrealistic targets every day. Like you are not a robot. You're not programmed to be perfect all the time. You're not programmed to hit them that same amount of steps every day. You're not programmed to eat the same amount of food every day. You're not programmed to feel the same every day. Like some days you're going to be able to get out. You're going to be able to get a decent walk in. You're going to be able to hit a certain number of steps. Maybe other days you might not feel like doing that. Amazing. Like you need to understand that your body is going to require different needs on different days. And if you are letting a fitness watch dictate how much you eat if you're letting a fitness watch cause you stress or anxiety about a step count or something like that it is time to remove it so for me a couple of years ago i set myself this goal of i had to hit 10,000 steps every day for six, 300 and oh i can't remember the exact number it was 300 and something days out of the year and if i got to that goal i was going i buy myself a pair of a new pair of runners, which I got to that goal and I got, I got my runners, but I became so, so incredibly obsessed with getting those steps in that it just became a little bit ridiculous. It was raining outside, like I would run house. Like it was just, it was too much mentally. It was so consuming physically. My body just needed to stop and my body needed to rest. And I wasn't listening to that. And I wasn't respecting my body because I was so caught up on the numbers on this little fitness watch. My relationship with my watch now, so I actually, after that, I stopped using it for a very long period of time just because I needed that break. I needed to kind of come back and tune back into my body and just show up for myself and not for what a goddamn watch is telling me to do. So I took a huge break from it and now I still do wear it. Sometimes I'll wear it all day without even recognizing it. I don't really look at it apart from the time. And I use it more for my workouts to actually track my heart rate, which is something that I started doing when I was getting my period back because I had to keep my heart rate under a certain uh, number to make sure that my body wasn't getting too stressed. I use it to track my distance for my runs and my pace for my runs as well. And I'll also use it to track the distance of my walks if I go on a walk. However, one thing that I do now do is after I've done my walk or after I've done my workout, I'll take my watch off. Or if I do a work in the morning, I go for a walk in the afternoon or something, I'll put it on for each of those and I'll take it off during the day. This literally 
also started to challenge if you have thoughts of like if your watch doesn't track it doesn't count you need to start challenging that thought yes it always counts and so by actually starting to remove your watch it's going to allow you to stop putting so much emphasis or so much pressure on yourself and also you've got to remove that watch from being up on a pedestal so my second healthy habit that i now implement is actually taking my watch off during the day game changer highly recommend my third healthy habit is pushing myself outside my comfort zone and you might be like yeah like cool no like guaranteed do things every i started with every month because i found it quite exhausting to push myself outside my comfort zone to i guess the levels that i do now i try and do it every single week and the thing is though every single week it looks a little bit different to what that is because depending on where my hormones are at or if i'm feeling a little bit anxious or anything like that it's going to be different so some weeks like the other week the thing that pushed myself outside my comfort zone was doing scuba diving and then the next week it was going and challenging my fear of heights like tree surfing and climbing through trees on tight rope course things both of those were incredibly draining mentally and physically obviously and they definitely pushed me really outside my comfort zone whereas the other day i was feeling like a little bit overwhelmed didn't really want to be out in public but i pushed myself outside my comfort zone went to a cafe by myself sat down got a coffee by myself and that for me on that day was pushing myself outside my comfort zone whereas the other days it was something a lot more extreme however by every single week doing something that is outside my comfort zone it literally continues to show me that I am capable of so much more than sometimes I give myself credit for, that I am the most confident version of myself, that I can do anything that I really set my mind out to. It's just about taking the steps and putting the action in. The more hardcore evidence that you have that you are capable of these things and the more times that you actually push yourself outside that comfort zone and you get into that uncomfortable period or that uncomfortable patch, the more mental resilience you are actually going to develop the more mental resilience that you have the better equipped you are to actually deal with so many other things in life through business through or sorry career through relationships through friendships like whatever it is you literally are equipped for it because you have a newfound self-acceptance self-confidence you know your capabilities or you you know that you can always push further than what you sometimes think which is really really important and i guarantee you like it is the most one of the most empowering things to do is push yourself outside your comfort zone and guess what sometimes you fail sometimes it doesn't work out and sometimes it is the best experience ever but it honestly doesn't matter whether it doesn't 100 work out or not the fact that you even tried gives yourself that sense of satisfaction so for an example like yeah i pushed myself outside my comfort zone to do the rope course the tree top surfing rope course there was a black diamond level which is like the hardest level and i was like not nah, not even gonna try it like and i just that's too far so i come like it's too high up can't do like the hoop monkey bar things anyway james he's very great at also pushing me outside my comfort zone was like no just give it a try so i did i gave it a try i could not do it like literally fell however i was still so incredibly satisfied and like oh my god you pushed past that fear to even just try it because guess what failing isn't a bad thing the more times you fail the better because you're always learning from like you you just you don't fail fail i hate the word failing you you there's no fact there's literally only feedback so take the feedback on it and learn and grow the fourth 
healthy habit that I do is brain dumping. And this is very simple. And I know that it, the word seems a little bit overwhelming, brain dumping. And I don't mean like dump everything out of your brain onto paper or onto the note section of your phone. But literally, I try and get a lot of my clients to do this as well because our brain stores so much. They are always thinking, they are always working. And it's really important that we start to remove some of that and we stop internalizing so much of it. So what brain dumping is and how I kind of do it is literally at the end of the day or some point through the day, if I ever feel overwhelmed, I literally get out my diary or even in the notes section of my phone if I don't have my diary with me. And I will answer two questions. The first question being like, what is something that I feel like I'm really struggling with at the moment? Or what is something that I'm finding quite challenging? And then the second question is, what is one thing that I'm really proud of myself from today? And what this allows you to do is firstly allows you to get out of your head what you feel like you were struggling with the most and literally look at it from a different perspective rather internalizing it in your mind. The second thing is that we are so quick to always focus on the things that aren't working, our failures or what we're not doing well or things that we just pick apart because we're always going to be our own harshest critic. And fine, but you need to actually stop and recognize some of the amazing things that you're doing as well. And so by starting to look at, okay, but you know what, I'm really struggling with this, but I'm also really proud that I've done this, allows you to start to change the pathways in your mind to also start to pick out some of the positives that you're doing, which can be really hard as humans sometimes. So ever since I've started brain dumping, the space that I've had in my brain to take on extra information or just like regulate my emotions better to regulate my moods has been insane. That is one thing that I can highly, highly recommend. If you feel like your brain is just always working at hundred like marks per minute, then seriously stop brain dump, get it out, reassess where you're at and then move forwards from there. And my last habit, number five, my fifth healthy habit is turning off technology. And I know that this sounds like a little bit cliche, but honestly, I sometimes still do struggle with this one a little bit, if I'm being 100% honest, but it's definitely one that I, it makes the biggest change for me. I need to set my boundaries around technology. It is so easy, especially at the end of the day, to just like scroll on Instagram or scroll TikTok or whatnot. But honestly, it does me no favors. And I know that social media can be amazing. I know that it's a great place. And obviously, like I'm on social media, my business is on social media. However, I definitely think that for everybody, there needs to be boundaries. Everybody's boundaries can look different, but there needs to be boundaries. And so for me, when it comes to my phone, like I'm honestly starting like to get to a point where as soon as it hits 6 p.m. or as soon as if I'm working a little bit later that night, as soon as I'm finished work, I literally go and put my phone on its charger and I put it on sleep mode. And I try my hardest not to touch it again, because the thing is, anything that comes through will be there tomorrow and I can deal with it tomorrow. And if anything is really that urgent, they can get in contact with James. Or if somebody calls enough times, I'm pretty sure it ends up going through. I think it's like three times if your phone is on sleep that it ends up actually ringing through. But the biggest, the days that I actually follow through with this and I actually set that boundary, my sleep is better. I wake up feeling better the next day. My night is a lot better. Like I actually have the time to unwind, to de-stress, to just spend quality time with James as well and do like have dinner, cook dinner together, watch a show, whatever it is. And that to me is so incredibly important. And that really tops my cup back up. And if I have my phone with me and I'm scrolling or I'm not engaged in our conversations, like I just don't feel like 
my cup is topped up the same. And so it's really, really important for me that I actually stick to those boundaries that I've set myself. And the other thing is that if you set these boundaries for yourself and you constantly walk over them, again, action speaks so much louder than words. Like you're literally telling yourself that you don't respect yourself because you don't respect those boundaries. And yeah, like I said, this is still something that I'm definitely working on is like actually honoring my boundaries that I have set because I do find that really hard. But I also know the difference of the times when I walk over my boundaries and the times that I actually stick to my boundaries. And I'm getting so much better at sticking to them and turning that technology off. Also thinking about like, what is my future self going to be doing? So if I catch myself in the middle of the day, like I've gone to upload Instagram and I've edited up the scrolling, it's like, okay, future me would not be doing this. So don't do this now because every single thing that, that you do now, you're literally working towards that future version of yourself. So that sometimes helps me also as well if it's during the day, but I'm pretty good during the day. I would normally put my phone on work mode. Um, and then at nighttime, it's just really about switching it off. At the end of the day, I don't really need it. It's more of just a habit. And that habit is going or it's gone. It's in the midst of going, but that fifth healthy habit, when I put it in place, I do notice the biggest difference. So I really hope that you found one or all of these healthy habits useful. Honestly, like I said, since I've started implementing these, these are not like your ordinary healthy habits, but since I've implemented these, they have changed my health, I guess, like physically and mentally. Like I am so much less stressed. I, you know, work out to feel good in my body. I eat foods that make me feel good, but I always have something that satisfies me mentally as well. I'm the most confident version of myself that I've ever been. I do push myself outside of my comfort zone. I can regulate my emotions and my moods so well. I have so much energy that I get to expel and put out every single day. And I guess like I do have big goals for my life. And, and in order to achieve those, I do need to be the healthiest, the most confident and the most energetic version of myself. And that looks like having really easy, sustainable habits in my life that I just don't even like really have to think about. Like I just do. And all of these, except for the fifth one, I do naturally. The fifth one, work in progress, but I do honestly notice the benefits from it. So I really hope that you found these useful. If you implement any of these or you're going to implement any of these, I would absolutely love to know which ones and how they go for you. So head over to my Instagram, which is KJ Wellness, and let me know in my DMs there. But I hope you enjoy the rest of the day or the night whenever you're listening to this. And I will chat with you in the next episode very soon. But until then, you take care. Bye.